0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. (laughs) Hey everybody and welcome to episode 36 of the Communication Coach. And today I thought I'd talk about the impact of social media and on conversations and just my opinion around what's happening and why it might be happening and some ways that we can learn from how we communicate through social media and to perhaps improve that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with social media, that's not what I'm saying. It's a great tool for a variety of reasons, but it can also be used for, what's the word, a keyboard warrior is what I heard today, where people are very brave to say what they think and feel from behind a keyboard or a phone. And rather than having those courageous conversations, which is what I talked about in episode 35, some of us, and I include myself in this because I've definitely done this, we find it easier to send an email, send a text message, or post something about somebody on a social media page now i know or i believe i should say rather than i know i'll choose my words carefully here but i believe that when people gossip behind other people's backs or they post words and messages on facebook which can be seen in all sorts of ways because remember when you are looking at words you don't have the emotional picture behind those words So when we talk about communication, we talk about nonverbal communication. We talk about words being used. We talk about whether the person is saying the words that are congruent. And what I mean by congruent is whether they're saying the words that match their behavior. So, for example, if you say, hey, how are you? And somebody says, oh, God, yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Well, you can hear in the tone of the voice. And if they're walking along with their head down towards the floor, you can see from their posture that they're probably not that good. And some of us will stop and ask questions about that and check in with the other person and some of us won't. And it all depends on how we're feeling, let's be honest. We're so wrapped up in us that often we forget about the rest of the world. And that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying that's generally how we are as people. We are selfish, we like what's going on in our world, we're driven by what we believe to be true, which isn't necessarily what is true, (laughs) So if I explain that a little bit more deeply, what I mean by that is we believe our environment to be true because we are affected immediately by it. But that's all because of the way that our values, our beliefs and our experiences have formed our opinion. I'm going to give you a an example of that. So this week in social media, for those of you in the UK, you'll understand this. For those of you not in the UK, let me just explain the background to this. So. In there was a terrorist attack in Westminster a few years ago, and one of the leading metropolitan police high ranking officers was close on scene and There's a lot of things that have happened around that, and there is an inquest and publication of what's happened and He has basically been slated by a lot of people who have published in social media what they feel. He is a lot. The word coward has been used a lot and I'm not here to give an opinion on any of that. What I am here is to use it as an example of people using social media to say things that they perhaps wouldn't say to people's faces and that the expression and the opinion they're giving is based on what they believe to be true. So for those people who believe he should have acted in a different way, they are using negative emotional language around how they see him like coward and for those that have people that believe he acted in the appropriate way then they are using language of support and positive language around that because they believe his actions were right so whichever w- way you think about it whichever opinion you have that drives the way that you communicate it about it and you'll see this all over the world in everyday conversations from just families Who's just sitting at the table talking about schooling, perhaps? You know, if somebody's not doing their homework, they'll probably get an opinion from their mum and dad or whoever they're living with around what's right based on what they believe to be true. And actually, the kid might be thinking, Well, I'm not getting anything from this. I don't get it. It's not my favorite subject. I don't want to do the homework. I'm not interested in it. From their experience, where the parent might be looking at it from a completely different experience and saying, You've got to get that subject. You've got to do well because if you do well in the future then you'll get a good job so that's what i mean by coming at everything from your own beliefs and i encourage people to look at their own self-awareness and think about what is your belief around that because we all have some really strong beliefs i'm looking at the moment about my belief around money Um, if you've listened to this podcast before you'll know that i've got some new businesses And I'm looking at them in a different light and a different way and how to be better at business and my relationship with money. And where does that come from? And that's quite interesting. I found that really interesting as I find interesting how my behavior and my reaction to certain comments in social media, perhaps about myself or about business. Now, we all say we love feedback and from feedback we grow. We absolutely know that because unless people give us honest feedback, we don't know how we come across. So we might be doing something in a specific way that we believe is the right way until somebody points that out to us. On the flip side of that is, I hope you can relate to this (laughs) and it's not just me, this happens too. But when I get that feedback, I get that immediate emotional reaction of hairs on the back of my neck start to tingle, get that stress across my shoulders, get that tightness in my stomach, because I believe it's a personal attack. And it, not, and it isn't necessarily a personal attack. Now, as I start to talk about social media, and we talk about how the impact of social media on our conversations are, I want you to bear that in mind, that when people say things about you, it doesn't mean it's a personal attack on you. Now, it might feel like it, so let me caveat that off. It will feel like it, because of how you perceive the world. So if somebody is having a personal, what you perceive to be a personal attack, they're writing something about you, remember, it's ca- they are writing it from their perception of the world, not their perception of you. I hope that makes sense. So they're writing it from their perception of the world, not necessarily their perception of you, because they don't know you, because they don't know what you think and feel. They don't know why you're doing something. What they see is just what they see. And so their perception is based on what they believe to be true in exactly the same way as you do. So, for example, you see something on Facebook from a member of your team at work, and it says something like, had a really rubbish day at the office, boss was a moron. Now, if you're the boss, you're immediately going to go, well, that's a personal attack on me because they're calling me a moron. But why are they calling you that? specifically is it something you said something you did and all of it will be their perception so it might be that you're under a tight budget you're under a tight timeline and you've come in to the team and you've gone right we've got to do this and we've got to do it now not because you're angry at the team but you're frustrated about what's going on in the background and you're getting what you perceive to be a lot of grief from the people who manage you and they're telling you what to do so we come at everything from our own perception and what's going on in our worlds. And then you'll read that, you'll think that's a personal attack and then look at how you behave the next day. Will you go in, will you have that honest conversation of, hey, I saw you posted on um, on Facebook, but I was a moron, I just wondered exactly what it was that I had done that made you post that. And they might say, well, you came in grum- really grumpy yesterday um, and I just felt that your behaviour towards me wasn't right. And then if you go, actually, maybe I did, on reflection... I came in and I was frustrated about something that had happened to me yesterday and so the way I spoke to you was in a more sort of impactive way than I normally would do. And then we've had that conversation and we can both move forward because actually that's not their real perception of you. You've explained what happened and now we can move on. So the impact of social media can be great. But what I would invite you to consider is that when somebody writes something about you on social media, it's from their perspective and it's not an attack on you, even if it really feels like an attack on you at the time. Now, it's, this is easy for me to say, sat here in the cold light of day, um, doing this podcast around it's not an attack on you. But believe me when I say, you know, there are times when I do feel it's a personal attack on me and I have to take a really big, deep breath and go, this is not an attack on you. And once I am able to rationalise that and be logical then I can go, okay, so what is this all about? What is their perception? How have they perceived that? And actually, do I need to have a proper conversation with somebody or do I just need to move on because it's not worth the energy that I'm spending on it? Now, if you are somebody who writes a lot on social media about your opinion, I would ask you to consider what the impact on others might be. So from your perspective, you are, of course, right. And I get that, everything I say and everything I do I'm right about, of course, because that's my opinion and my belief. But we're not always right. And we often listen to be right. So when we have an opinion, a really strong opinion, about something, an event or a person, we will listen only for the things that make us right. We can't help it because most of us are not aware enough to even recognise that we're doing that. Again, that's not a criticism of anybody at all. I'm just saying until we can become more self-aware, of who we are what our values and belief systems are and why we're saying something specific then we will always take things to be true and listen for the things that make us true i still do this now you know i'm 12 15 years down the line of of learning about myself about learning about other people of being involved in numerous negotiations (laughs) across the world and i still see this in myself so it's about reflection taking those learning points looking at it and going Gosh, actually, that wasn't an attack on me, but I took it as an attack on me. And because I took it as an attack on me, I came back immediately with something that wasn't who I am. So those people that write on social media and send out bad comments or opinion, you see, I use the word bad, but that's just from my perspective. So when I see something on social media that I perceive to be rude about somebody else, that creates an impact on me that creates an emotional response from me when perhaps it's not necessarily what was intended so if you are somebody who has been the victim of social media conversation i look on facebook just on where i live often on facebook here there are pieces put on facebook twitter all the other social media platforms that i believe are just not true And it's up to you whether you get involved in that. So I'm going to invite you to consider that when you see something written in social media, if you believe it's about you or something that affects you, is your immediate response is probably going to be to type something angrily back, I'm going to suggest, or frustrated back. I'm just going to ask you to pause, walk away from it, think about it logically. Is this really an attack on you or is this about how you are perceiving it? So remember, when people write something, it's about their perception and how they're coming at the world. So they have seen something that's caused them, or felt something that's caused them to do what they're doing. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are attacking you. So think about that. So before you respond, think about that clearly. That's what I'll invite you to think about that. Not, not you must do that. That's not what I'm saying. You must do this. I'm just inviting you to think about it because when you can slow the brain down and you can slow the emotions down, you're more likely to give a logical response. And it's not always easy. Of course, it's not easy. And I'm not saying any of this is easy. In fact, I would say this is really hard (laughs) because it's personal and because you communicate in a specific way, which you've done for years and years and years and years, and now what I'm saying is stop. Look at yourself. Look at how you are. Look at you. Spend some time being and think about the impact that it might just have and what is the impact that is having on you? What are those words having on you? The other thing about social media is you know it gives us a freedom of opinion well we can write quite freely publish it and thousands if not millions of people will see that you'll see local celebrities politicians all getting their message across using social media and sometimes you'll read it and think why on earth have you published that what were you trying to achieve what was the benefit of that and other times you'll be in agreement depending on what your, your opinion and perspective of the world is and other times you won't be and it, sometimes it might even provoke an emotional response from you and with social media because we lose all of the non-verbal communication because we u- lose the personal contact with people it's easier for us to write things down when we're angry when we're frustrated we can rant and we can just send something out Like this podcast, I'm giving you my opinion in this podcast. And it is just my opinion. It's the way that I perceive the world. It's the way I believe things work. And I haven't always felt this way. You know, I've changed as I've experienced more things and I've grown as a person as as I've got older. But for me, it's sometimes about being at peace with yourself because when you're not at peace with yourself, that's what causes the anxiety and the stress in your life. So if you ha- are reading something or you're involved in a social media conversation and it's impacting you and it's you are feeling frustrated and angry and emotional around it, I'm going to, again, just invite you to consider why is that? What values and beliefs is it triggering? Why is it triggering those values and beliefs for you? And is there something you can do to prevent that emotional response? And often that's just taking some time even just counting to 10, walking away, whatever that might be, whatever works for you before you immediately fire back that response. Same in emails, same in text messages. If I ask you now, if I could see you now and I was saying, okay, put your hand up, if you've ever sent a text message or received a text message that has then ended up in an argument and you never meant that to happen, I would expect quite a few of you to put your hand up. Certainly I would put be putting my hand up and saying, actually, yes. Yes, you know, I've sent something and it's been completely misread, or I have completely misread something as well. And that's what we do as human beings because we are missing that interaction, so we're missing the seeing of the non-verbal communication and the tone. We, you know, it's harder to ju- harder to make a judgment. So there are three things I would like you to consider. What are you looking to achieve? When you reply or when you put a post out, what are you looking to achieve? So that's my first question to you. And when you're looking at what you're looking to achieve, have a look at your values and beliefs and see where you're being driven from. The second one is, would you say that to the person face to face? So would you either reply or would you either give the comment in the first place if that person was stood in front of you? And if the answer is no, then perhaps you might want to reconsider whether it's an appropriate post or not. And then the third thing is, am I taking this as an attack on me? Am I viewing the world from my perspective that this is an attack on me? And if I am, what emotions is that causing for me? And the more you become self-aware, the more you can change that communication and the conversation. And social media is never going to go away. So for me, it's just about using it in a positive way rather than in a negative way. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Have a great day and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Hey, everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.